Welcome to Coach Street, the premium podcast that brings you insider coaching conversations from the fast lane. When coaches need to shift gears, they come to the Coach Street podcast. Grab a coffee and buckle your seatbelts as hosts Andrea Lee from The Wealthy Thought Leader and Robin Logan from Coach Campus learn what drives the world's most successful coaches. Hi everyone, welcome to Coach Street Episode 8. I'm Robin Logan with my co-host Andrea Lee. Hi Andrea. Hey, hey. Hi, and today we're bringing everyone a great episode on why you should get a coach. So we're going to look at personal stories, why Andrea and I both got coaches and what we got out of our coaching and also as a coach, why we just think everyone in the entire universe should have coaches. Right, Andrea? Yeah, but I I think we should really start this episode out with a very important announcement, don't you? I mean, isn't today a very special day? Come on. (laughs) No? Okay, fine. Okay, off you go. Off you go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday, dear Robin Logan. And many happy returns. That's great. Thank you very much. I know it's my birthday today. And I was just saying before, I couldn't think of a better thing to do on my birthday than a a lovely little Coach Street episode in the morning before I go out for my beautiful three-course lunch. Nice. Well, listener comments, we'll try and coach Robin into getting some ideas for funner things to do on her birthday than record podcasts. But (laughs) hey, you know what? Isn't it nice and sweet that she wants to spend time with you on her birthday? Yeah, it's a great episode we have planned. Yeah. And, you know, why the heck get a coach? Sometimes it might seem basic, like, duh, everyone knows a coach is a good thing. But, you know, when things get, I don't know, when things get to become a little cliche, you know, okay, everyone needs a coach or everyone benefits from a coach. I think it's smart to sort of review our assumptions once in a while Mm -hmm. and um, drop into the details. So I thought it would be fun if we each shared maybe, uh, you know, a highlight of both being a coach and how that would relate to why a person should consider getting a coach and also being coached, right? Because we both, we both had our fair share of coaches. Yeah, totally. So why don't we start with that, with the being coached? And I reckon a great place to start is your first coach. Like what made you get a coach? I was in career transition. I didn't know what to do next. I was actually in some legal trouble. And I had a swirl of overwhelm, a lot of confusion about what would be the best thing to do. I was very emotional. Um, And I really needed something to change. Like I, I actually didn't really know what, you know, it was so unclear. I just knew something was wrong and needed to be different. So that was the main impetus. And so, but that would be like a while ago, right? Did, did you actually know about coaching already or did you just stumble across someone who happened to be a coach? No, I cheated. I knew of coaching before. I had, I had been yeah. part of a coaching organization, but, you know, I hadn't ever hired a coach before this. Yeah, yeah. I had just been, you know, helping, helping people get trained as coaches. So Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your first coaching experience. What was that like? You know, it was kind of heaven and hell at the same time. Um, <laughs> you know, a little bit of the agony and the ecstasy all at the same time. It was amazing to feel like I could 
be in this safe place and relax and not have to spot myself, you know, I'll have to watch out for myself and just trust that someone else would do that for me. It was a really remarkable sensation. That person, the coach was able to, you know, lift my head up from the details that were right on my desk and in my computer and ask me to look at the horizon. And, you know, instead of seeing one tree on one mountain, be able to see the mountain range and even the continent of my life and, you know, startle me awake to say, oh my God, I've been focusing on the wrong details. Yeah, great. My first coach was, um, I remember reading about coaching in an in-flight magazine and at the time I was running an educational consultancy training company. So, you know, I'd go into companies and train them on all the soft skills. And I remember reading about business coaching on, on an airplane and thinking, oh man, that's what I need because I don't really have any peers. Like I don't have a boss or I guess a lot of small business owners are in this position you have staff or, or I, I had subcontractors, a lot of trainers that worked for me, but I didn't really have anyone I could moan and <laughs> moan and bitch to about the day except my partner. And I just thought, oh, really? I don't want to be coming home every night talking about what happened at work today. So I saw that article in business coaching and I thought, right, I need that. And I got my first business coach who was David Wood, who at that time was in Sydney. I was in Melbourne. So I'd never met the guy. I just liked what his website said and I thought, I'll give that, I'll give that a go. Anyway, he turned out to be a fantastic coach. So a big shout out to him. He still is an amazing coach. And basically what, what happened in the first few sessions was I had this, um, I was just really disorganized and overworked and a bit exhausted at the time. And I remember him really pushing me and challenging me to finish this particular tender. It wasn't even a tender. What was it? It was a proposal to a university to create for them their first ever online course in graphic design because I was doing a lot of work helping um, universities get face-to-face programs and turn them into online programs. So I'd just been sitting on this. You know what it's like. You're just so busy and there's so many other things to do. But really with, with that coaching, I pulled it together. I put the application in and within like two weeks, I'd received word that I that I won that proposal. And at that time, that was a $30,000 job, you know, like 18 years ago or 15 years ago or something, which was quite a lot of money and completely paid for my coaching for the rest of the year, basically. So I think, you know, you know, for me, that's a real, really obvious, not rocket science reason to have a coach, <laughs> which is that just like life gets so busy well, this is perhaps for me, maybe I'm talking personally, this is definitely something I get out of coaching and I get out of my coaches is that my life just gets so busy. Two kids, full-time business, and, you know, lots of great friends, and I, I do lots of stuff. I love to travel. So it's really busy. And sometimes I find it hard to stay focused on the things that are important. And what happens instead is that it's just the things that are in front of my face that get done or the people that are the loudest will bug me the most. <laughs> I end up doing that, not the thing that I really, not the thing that will bring the return. And so a good coach will be able to ask and help you really look at everything you're doing and figure out what of those things is going to bring you the most return. Yeah. 
There's lots of reasons to get a coach. I mean, as a coachee, you know, really the list is limitless and we want to hear from you um, as to what you think your top reasons are to get a coach. Um, You can save money, you can save time, you can increase your health. I mean, all of those things I've experienced with a great coach. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think it, it might not be amiss to just mention too that it's okay also to try a coach and have it not work out and change coaches. Um, yeah, so totally. That it's not, you know, against the law. There's not some coaching law out there that says, you know, once you've hired a coach, that's it. You know, you're forever, never amen. No one's getting married, right? So, I mean, I find, Robin, especially for those listeners who might be, you know, it's not their first rodeo. They've had coaches before. Sometimes I find that it, it can feel more difficult to get a coach as you become more um, experienced in your career. Um, it might feel like, you know, people who are qualified or have the vantage point that you are looking for as you get more experienced gets harder to find. Um, I hear that quite often, actually. People are like, I, you know, I feel like I'm at the top of my game and, you know, I don't know who could help me. It's okay to try them on. It's okay to try out a coach from a totally different vantage point. Um, I also find, Robin, it useful sometimes for me to find a coach for specific segments of my life. So I might, you know, have have like a business coach, but I'm also looking for a nutrition nutrition coach or a relationship coach or a spirituality coach um, and try them out so that I'm not creating this really, really strong proficiency in my life in one area and neglecting the others. Mm-hmm. We had a trainer that used to work on faculty with us, Karen Capello. She always used to make me laugh. She had five coaches at any given time, mm-hmm. like really, you know, like a health coach for health, a business coach to run a, help run a business, a life coach, you know, career coach to plan what's next. Yeah, finance coach for sure. Or, or it might be that you will have different coaches at different stages in your life. I've found that too. Like there's some times when I really want – more of a life balance spiritual coach and then there's other times where I'm just going down the hard-nosed executive business coach path. Yeah, I, I think that people often have a very sort of stereotypical idea of, you know, you have one coach at a time, you that coach is supposed to take care of all of you, it looks exactly like one one um, coaching session a week, etc. Um, but, you know, more and more as we, coaches become proficient, it, it's definitely the case that you can actually request, much like, you know, a bride these days, you know, you don't have to just go buy a wedding dress off the rack, you can go get any kind of custom made dress look like Lady Gaga if you want. Um, you can request that a coaching uh, arrangement be custom fit to you. Um, and it's really fun that way. So why don't we think about, of all the coaches you've had, you must have had a lot, and I've had quite a few, think about the best coach you've had. What were the qualities or the what was the thing that you got from that coach that made that coach the best coach? You know, I think the number one characteristic is that that, that coach – was egoless. And so it was never about them. And I think that that has become more and more rare, unfortunately, that the coach all of a sudden has an agenda or the agenda could be as simple as an attachment to the fact that I do really well so that they could brag about me. You know, mm-hmm. that happens quite a bit, I've noticed. Um, but yeah, being <laughs> what a problem to have. Well, I mean, You're doing really. so well that all your coaches are bragging about you. Well, if, you know, I, I guess that sounds really egotistical, but the thing is it's, it can no, be really it doesn't. dampening because you just know yeah. that actually the, the reason they're coaching you in these certain directions is because they want to show you off in a certain way and you're like, 
Honestly, oh, that's it's not terrible. Good. It's it's not it's a very narcissistic coach when that's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about you? When I think of the best coach I ever had, I don't know if I should be naming names, but um I will because she's such a fantastic coach. Barb McEwen, executive coach from Canada. Do you know her at all? No, I don't. No. Well, but I'm very happy to learn of her. A shit hot coach, let me tell you. So what was really great about that coaching and the, the, it was just such amazing coaching is first of all, because it was good, like clearly it was, it was a fit. And I mean, we've mentioned this before as well, like not every coach is the right coach, you know, just because it's great for me might not work for someone else. But for me, it was a great fit. So therefore we coached for some time. So we were coaching for a while. And what, what came out of that, the value that came out of that was that she got to know me a lot. So I'm talking like 18 months, two years. And what I really found valuable was the observations she would share. Because, I mean, I always tell my coaches as well, I'm completely up for being challenged. I want to grow. I want to, you know, if you hear me saying I love apples, I want to eat apples, and yet I spend all my days buying oranges, I want you to say to me, why are you buying so many oranges? Like I really want that sort of intervention and challenging type observations. And so that was probably one of the most valuable things that she did is that she would be perhaps because she knew me and also her experience, you know, she's an executive coach and she's coached lots of women, you know, at the, at the top of their game, heading up companies and things like that. So she was able to share observations. And sometimes I would go, mm, nah, that's interesting, but doesn't do anything for me. Sometimes she would share an observation and it would just be like, one of those aha moments that I would just find myself sitting on for the next week or two. And some of those really did contribute to massive changes, massive life changes, which is, which is quite amazing. Oh, it sounds like you've had some really great experiences. It makes me very happy. Good. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of, so that's us in terms of being clients, why you should get a coach. Now speaking as a coach, if you had a room full of people, what would you say to them as to why they should get a coach? I think the thing is, you know, truthfully, Robin, I would not have a blanket recommendation that everyone should get a coach right now. You know, it's kind of like saying, what, what would you say to everyone about their health right now? I mean, I guess you could say, drink water. That's pretty universal. Get, get a good <laughs> night's sleep. You know, like Eat so less much, sugar. Yeah, it's, that's pretty universal now, too. Um, you know, from a coaching perspective, I I believe that a little coaching approach in every person's life is is going to, you know, it's definitely not going to do any harm. And it definitely, you know, there are a lot of coaching books written by coaches that are, you know, on, on a, every topic under the sun. So from the perspective of getting help in any of the areas that might be bugging you or you're tolerating or are upsetting or angry about, um, definitely, you know, in as much as you can get coaching from a book, I, I would prescribe that like I would, you know, kind of prescribe a drink of water to anyone. If there are people who are, you know, looking actively for a coach, what I would definitely say is to um, look for an opportunity to get to know that person in as much intimacy as possible. So by that, I mean, you know, different coaches have different ways to allow you to get to know them. 
you know, one of them might lead a workshop and you could get go attend and be in the same room with them. Um, somebody else might have a series of audios that they do. You could, you know, they might be free or you might invest in it and you get to know them that way. You could get to know them through other clients of theirs, you know, conversations, third party conversations, um, read what they write. It's not a thing of, I believe, it used to be that we'd say, you know, have a conversation one on one with that person, which can still happen and is still a valid way of assessing a coach. But that's one conversation. And I'm not a big fan of um, recommending people make a decision like hiring a coach based on one single conversation and nothing else. Especially in this day and age, uh, everyone you know should have at least a little bit of a digital footprint. Um, more than one point of data, more than one conversation, I think is really warranted when you're going to get as intimate as you are with a coach. Yeah, and that's just a, a further reason why coaches need to be publishing what they do and putting stuff out there as much as they can so people can get to know them. Well, if I was sitting talking to a room of people, if those people were coaches, then I'd be telling them they all need to get a coach. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I think that, you know, I don't think that a a coach, just because they're a coach, must have their own coach every single minute of every single day. So generally speaking, yes, I think, but at the same time, Robin, I would say that it's okay for a coach to have a break from having a coach. Yes, yes. So no, um, definitely, definitely okay to have a break. But I don't know. I might have even told the story before on Coach Street about that one of the ICF conferences I went to, and Christine McDougall, an MCC coach from Australia, from Brisbane, asked the coaches in the room to put up their hand if they have a coach, and it was just alarming. Hardly anyone had a coach. I reckon that's you know. I don't reckon that's okay. And it's the thing is, it doesn't even have to be like, particularly if you're a new coach starting out, because one of the big reasons people cite is money. Well, it costs money to get a coach, and you know what sort of value will it be? So, well, this and there's two things I would say to that. The first is the great thing about coaching is that you don't have to sign up for a 12 month contract. Well, um, maybe some coaches make you do that, but you can find coaches where you don't need to do that. So. If you're not getting value, you just stop the coaching. Of course, you need to be getting the value for the money. But the second thing is that as a coach, well, I found for me as a coach, being a client is some of the best education I ever had on how to coach. I just learned so much about the coaching process and just so much value learned from being a client that you can then transfer to your own coaching. Have you found that as well? Definitely. Yeah. Um, the one informs the other is what you mean, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that if you are a coach and you're just beginning what you said, Robin, and then if you are a coach who's been coaching for a while and you feel like your your tools, your coaching tools and skills are maybe getting a little dull, you know, sh- time to sharpen mm-hmm. the saw and get out there with a coach who's going to like make you like, you know, what you want is that feeling of awakeness, you know, whether we're a coachee or a coach. If it starts to feel sleepy, then it's probably time to, you know, put some horseradish on the thing and change it up yeah. a bit. <laughs> And then the other thing is I think there's certain types of people that should actually always have a coach. I mean, yes, sure, have a little bit of a break, but really, like if you're running a small business, I can't see why you wouldn't have one because a business coach is just gold when you're running a business. Mine is for sure. My coach asked me the other day, I was moaning and groaning about something and not having enough time, 
And he said, well, what do you do all day, Robin? <laughs> and I thought, I thought, okay, that's actually quite an interesting question. What do I do all day? What do I do? And just that one question just stopped me in my tracks. And, you know, I've been really looking at what is it that I'm doing and is, 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 is everything that I'm doing the most value that I can get? And is there someone else who can do it? Because if there's someone else who can do it, I should be getting someone else to do it and concentrating on only the things I can do. But, you know, just that one single thing for me, it's a big challenge. And I find coaching really useful for that sort of thing. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I'm a bit of a stickler. I, I, I think everyone knows by now we're in, ep- you know, the episode that we're on in, on the Coach Street podcast, like absolutes make me nervous. Um, I do think that there are exceptions. <laughs> I'm forcing you into it, aren't I? Yeah. I'm forcing you. I'm going, come on, Andrea, come on. Everybody needs a coach, don't they? You know it. Yeah. You know it's she true. She thinks it's her birthday and so she can boss me around. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I do think that the danger is that um, from a marketing perspective, I think people can think that that's giving us permission to say everyone should always have a coach. And it's just not true. In business, even, for example, if you have a good plan, and if you you feel like you're capable, of, I like for clients to go on ahead and have a break. And, you know, be without training wheels, gain confidence. You know, I, I don't think either one of us would say that some, you know, someone should have a coach for the rest of their life every day of the week, you know. Um, so I do think it's healthy. It's kind of like with um, physical training, you know, after a little while, you get to a place, you've run some races, let's say, and you're with a coach for a while and until you want to do the next big goal you might go without a coach and it's okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's true too I agree with that but I'm talking about I don't know about your life but generally speaking when I'm out in the world so not in the coaching world but down at the school talking to the parents you know at parties I meet people who are running small businesses all the time and they don't have a coach like the the majority of them would would not have a coach and I just think it's crazy. That's very true. Like, if, and I'm t- so to be clear, Robin, thank you, because I'm talking about people who maybe have had like one or two coaches for a good chunk of time. Like, it's okay to have a break. But if you are a business and you've never had a coach, absolutely with you, Robin, you absolutely will benefit from having a coach and, you know, go on ahead and any time, unless you're, you know, you're doing perfectly great and lots of money and easy life and all that, then fine, don't get a coach. But it's highly unlikely if you're in business and you've never had a coach. So I agree. And I wonder why they, why they don't, because I think, I think sometimes it's, they just don't know what coaching is. They've never heard of it. They don't think of it. I think because, and I mean, that's in, in a sense, and I'm segueing off into something else, but that's why we tell our coaches don't sell coaching, sell a solution to a problem. So if you're at a party and you're talking to someone and it's clear they could use a coach, if they've never heard of coaching, or particularly if you're in Australia where sometimes if it's life coaching, it might be, you know, scorned or treated with cynicism, you're better off perhaps just talking about, oh, okay, I know someone who works with parents, with teenage kids on that sort of thing, rather than just you need a coach. (laughs) Right. It's unfortunate, isn't it? I would like to just go up to everyone and just tell them, get a coach. That's really where I'm heading with this. I get it. I get it. And I support yeah. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. I think You're it, just being nice because my no, birthday. I know no, that. But. No. I, and if, I forgot for a second that it was your birthday. So, no, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How could you forget? I'm yeah, not reminding I'm you enough. You. 
obviously. But yeah, if you're in a new country, you're a brand new citizen, you're in the land of building a business, and you have no clue what to do, you don't speak the language, you don't know anybody, you don't know what to, where to start, you're fumbling around, and you're, you know, feeling pretty upset about it, you know, emotional and confused, overwhelmed. That's those are definitely symptoms of a coach yeah. being a great answer. I think in this episode we need to ramp up our user comments. So we really haven't put a lot of um, emphasis on that in the past. But in this one, why don't we get people to write in and tell us why they think it's important to get a coach? I'd be interested to hear what people are saying and even listening to people's stories of when they first got a coach. I love that. That would be great too. So I'm going to invite everybody to do that. What was the most beautiful moment of coaching you've ever received? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. The most beautiful moment of coaching you ever received. We would love to hear about it. And we could start sharing a few of them in future episodes. It would be great. But you know what? Okay, this so time what we want to do, are we going to share a spot the coaching this time? Yes. Yes. I was just about to go into it. Spot the coaching. Let's do it. And now, spot the coaching. So uh, this week... Spot the coaching. I have one straight from the mouths of babes from my children. We were sitting down because it's my birthday. They've decided I'm getting old and so I should retire. (laughs) They were telling me, yes, I should retire and blah, blah, blah. And my son, who's 10, said, so, mum, when you retire, can I run your business? I said, well, sure, but what role would you have? And he said, well, I'd get that website up for starters. (laughs) is if you have been in my life in the last few months we have been building the coach campus website and the first iteration didn't work you know the traffic was coming but it wasn't converting leads and I mean I won't go into the whole thing we had to scrap it we had to completely start again it has taken a lot longer than it should have taken that was pretty funny and then my daughter who's eight said no I want to run your business and I went okay well there's plenty of room what role would you have and she said well I would just make sure that everybody in the business was doing the job they were supposed to be doing. (laughs) Anyway, the funny thing about both those two comments is that they both just completely hit the nail on the head of where I am right now in the business and what I need to be doing. I need to get the website up and stop working on it so much so I can move my attention to other things. And I really need to be looking at who's doing what and whether they are actually, you know, sitting in the right seat on the bus and doing the right thing. And so what it showed me is coaching can come from all places. If you, if you listen for it and you, particularly the people around you and who are close to you and you listen to them reflecting your life back to you, or you listen to the things they say to you, you can actually get some gems there. I, I think that children are really naturally great coaches. And um, yes, it sounds like you have a couple of good ones. Way to go on telling your mom what to what to what to do. You know. <laughs> so did they? If they hold you accountable, that's the part they miss. That they should hold you accountable oh, to a great. deadline. Yeah, they should. <laughs> they should give me a buy when. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to that next week. All right. Well, look. I think we're nearly at half an hour, so it's a bit of a short one today. But look, really, I can't hang around. I've got to go and drink champagne and eat oysters. I think 
we celebrate with a final clink of the glasses. And we want to thank you so much, Robin, for being in all of our lives. The difference you make in the world is palpable. And I hope you sit and you appreciate yourself. You know, really. Hey, listen, you know what I I should have told you? I'm going to share it later on Facebook this afternoon. But my staff did this amazing thing. They made a surprise video for my birthday. So one of them had this idea to do it. And so, you know, there's about 30 or 40 staff at at ICA at the moment, and they live all around the world. So to do something like that is quite a logistical nightmare. But they collected – birthday wishes from people everywhere even in China like one of my staff members Echo her son sang happy birthday it's so cute on the video and they edited it all together and then gave it to my sister who presented it to me at my party on Saturday night it was just extraordinary it was quite amazing that's a special so, tune that you're leading there yeah it, it's amazing it, well it made me realize I, I found I felt very acknowledged and appreciated so that was that was wonderful but I also realized what an unbelievable global company it is that I sort of forget because I speak to each person individually, I don't get that sense of the whole ever because we're never in one room at the same time. You don't really get that full sense of the diversity. So I'll put it on Facebook. You must have a look at it. It's very cute. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. And, um, you know, lots of good things for this next year, really celebrating. And, I, you know, I, I am imagining there might be one or two extra adventures that you and I might come up to. So everyone we stay might. tuned yes, for our indeed. next episode. And we're looking forward to your comments. Wish Robin a happy birthday if you do nothing else, because you know we'll hear no end of it <laughs> if you don't. And meanwhile, I'll have a great lunch. I will be there in spirit. Robin, thank you so much. Ciao for Thanks, now. Andrea. Okay, bye. Bye. If you want to become an accredited coach, drop Robin a line at robin at coachcampus.com or visit www.coachcampus.com. If you want to build your own successful coaching business, drop Andrea a line at andrea at wealthythoughtleader.com or visit www.wealthythoughtleader.com. Did you find this podcast helpful? Swing by iTunes to let us know your thoughts. 